Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerd On Update, the weekly show in which we talk about our favorite nerdy news from the past week, and then we answer some questions from you guys. You guys out there, the peepos. I was going to say, your Midwest accent coming out? A little bit. Um, (laughs) So we don't introduce the hosts on the show. If you would like to figure out who these voices belong to, you can uh, listen to our episodes that come out every Thursday with Nerd on the Podcast. But this is the Nerd on Update, so we're going to get right into it. I don't actually have any news this week because I've been knee-deep in some projects, so I'm going to toss it right at Josh. Go! Oh, yay, it's me. Um, Something interesting happened this week. Uh, At least I thought it was interesting. Um, (laughs) On October 20th, uh, the congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC, baby. uh, Yes, more commonly known as AOC, went live on Twitch with uh, another another, uh, government representative, Ilhan Omer. I had to look that up. Ilhan Omar. Huh? Ilhan Omar. Oh, I looked it up and that's... Oh, my but, bad. I've always uh, heard it. Ilhan Omer. Uh, I mean, maybe this thing was wrong. No. Nope. Um, no. I'm probably wrong. Um, or the people and who say your name in Congress don't And two of uh, the biggest streamers, Asan Abi and Pokimane. And the purpose of the stream was to advocate for voting. And... Um, I got the vote. Go out and vote. Please vote. Please. And they played uh, the popular indie game, uh, Among Us. Mm-hmm. And the stream peaked <laughs> at 439,000 viewers with an average of 355,000 and garnered AOC's um, channel millions of followers. Um, wow. Some have quote, uh, I read a couple of articles and one of them had said that this could be considered a milestone for American politics. Um, wow. It's the largest get-out-the-vote movement we've had for young audiences. It mm-hmm. was um, larger than when Bernie Sanders went live. Uh, it was larger oh than, I think, I think Donald Trump has some sort of representation on Twitch as well. Uh, it was larger than both of those put together. Wow. Um, AOC's got a huge social media presence. Um, I think, and, But also and, you're speaking the language of people who you, you need to appeal to for voting. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that that's the thing that's interesting to me is that I think it's, you know, the the times have changed. Technology has changed the way that we consume entertainment, and one of those things is Twitch. I think in in our generation, Twitch is a a large part of I think what I would consider the quote entertainment industry, and I think going to where the audience is, I think, is important, especially like, you know, some it's. I don't know. I just think it's very, very interesting to use a platform cool. like this to... It's very cool. Yeah, I think it's very... And I, I watched some of it, and it, it was a lot of fun. I, I think that I, that's... You want to know what tickles me the most about that that whole everything about it is that Among Us is that game that teaches you a lot about a person. Mm-hmm. If anything, it was the best game that AOC could have played because, mm-hmm. like... How you lie, how you handle situations under stress, how you handle being the bad guy. Like this is guy. this is why I like non. Go ahead. Investigation. Sorry, no. I was just adding it. 
this is why I like non-cooperative games. Because you test people. And to me, there is nothing more intimate sometimes of understanding people than having to push their buttons and mm-hmm. having them to think on their feet, get cornered. And you see them for who they are. It's 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 a little creepy, like the Joker of like, you know why I use a knife? You know, it's oh, kind of yeah. like hundred percent. When you have to lie to me, then I know what you're made of. And if you lie really well, then I'm like, hey. And there's no, there's nothing wrong with it because lying is kind of like a normal thing in the world. Obviously, we shouldn't, you know, be cool with we it. We shouldn't be also, doing that with our daily lives. But like, also, like, how do people build, you know, alliances? How do you protect each other? How, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. So, like, that's why I love games that just force you to just mentally have to go to warfare with other people. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that uh, I think it's interesting, and I think um, I honestly do think that this might be uh, a point of movement or a point of change of mm. the way that we experience um, politics in the future. Oh, I th- I'd like it to be a little bit not regulated, where like politicians now all have to have Twitch accounts, oh, but like something like this, where it's a spontaneous thing, where this is the you know the candidate and the constituents is someone that she needs to discuss with and she found a platform to talk to a lot of them on a massive scale so like you know politicians still having YouTube again it's like the Sasha Barra Cohen thing where it's like you have freedom of speech not freedom of reach so mm-hmm. it's kind of like I would hate it if there's like well this is your government issued YouTube account this is your government issued blah blah yeah that's just gonna yeah. have more clout than every other fucking platform creator out there um but the one thing I did want to talk about to Josh, I was surprised you didn't bring up Jeff Bridges. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a couple of other pieces of of news that I would like to all mention. Yeah, Jeff Bridges announced that he has um, lymphoma, lymphoma um, which, See yeah. Um, but he's pretty positive sad. about it. Yeah, he's, his, his, uh, his it's tweet that. highly treatable now. Um, nice. Yeah, his tweet where he announced it was um, very positively worded um and then the other thing is that the trailer for uh steel dawn was dropped for the next expansion for fallout 76 uh-huh. so it looks it looks fun bringing the brotherhood of steel to uh appalachia but uh yeah that's Who's me next next um i can go i have a couple uh the one i'll bring up uh is one tom shared with me it broke my little heart fincher announced that there is no planned season three for Mindhunter. No. Uh, at least for the next, what was it, five? Five years, he said. Five years. Yeah, apparently um, the show's really expensive. Fine. Show's really expensive. He's getting booked up on other projects. Uh, and it, it's sad because I think we were getting to a great point with, with Holt uh, McKinley's character uh, and his son and that whole thing. And, and everyone in it was phenomenal. BTK. Yeah, Jonathan Groff is amazing. Um, so... It's it's a little bit of heartbreak, um, but it's not a definite no. So, yeah, uh, it's a little slightly less stingy than when Constantine was canceled, um, mm. but it still hurts because it got two seasons at least. Yeah, right. And it's not a no. It was a creative like not right now. And uh, we're we're in the midst of seeing things come back ten years later. Yes, looking at you, yeah. Dexter. Uh, my other, my big, big news that I, I was taking notes on is October 28th. So that's when this comes out on a Tuesday. That means tomorrow. Tomorrow. Did you just flip me off? No, flip I flipped uh, off. Josh off. Oh, okay. Fair. Oh, nice. Very that's sweet. fine. Uh, I get that a lot. Tomorrow, 
uh, a little comic book called Last Ronin is going to be released finally for the uh, it's in my pool TMNT, box. TMNT fans out there. You know what this is. Um, it is uh, written and created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, uh, who are the OG creators who created Ninja Turtles in their college room dorm. Um, Kevin Eastman does the art. Uh, Peter Laird does the writing, but they collaborate on the story together. Um, the story is about a sole surviving turtle. The other three are dead. We have no idea who it is. But and they the use pictures, all their other weapons. The pictures, they have all the weapons uh, on them. So they have the staff, the chucks, the psi, and the swords. Um, I obviously have a bias towards Donatello, but as a storyteller, I think Michelangelo is a, a more interesting choice as far as the last run is. But we don't know yet. We will find out Wednesday. Yes. I think it is Donatello. Oh, okay. Because who else out of all the other ninja, if they were to die, they'd have to be like, now in the physical prowess sense, I have to step up, but mm-hmm. I also have to meticulously find out or like stop the people who did this. And you think Donnie's the one for that? Like he's the closest one who I'd say like in terms of Batman minded, he'd be the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with that. I would, as uh, the storyteller in me wants to see Mikey step up for once. I love he's party dude Michelangelo. Enough. Yeah, in a way, in a sense, but not in. But not, he's never up. done anything like this. I feel yeah. like all the other turtles have had their moments of like they have their serious sides. Yeah, and they've all matured a little bit. And Mikey's still like the party dude. He's the the fun one. Well, so, maybe again, that's the thing where it's like if Don if it's Donatello, then he sees Mikey. I don't want it to be Raphael. Raphael, really yeah, he's got a little too much spotlight on him. Too much. It's it would be a little too obvious. Um, and if it was Leonardo, he's already a leader. So I feel like there could be the weight of a leader losing his team. But I think Don Teller might have a better choice. Anyway, I, I the interesting to, thing I wanted to... Oh, go ahead. I do have to give a little shout out because uh, it was within the last uh, two weeks. Um, if you play Smite at all, they actually just came mm-hmm. out with some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle skins. Oh, nice. And you know who voices um, him. And Nick, uh, Lanny Pator, he voices Michelangelo. Nice. So there you go. That was just a little shout out for him. Uh... The cool thing about this is the idea was actually conceived by Eastman and Laird uh, at the end of their first run in the 80s. So their first main story arc came to an end, and Eastman and Laird wanted to do this last run and story next. Uh, But what happened is the comics took the fuck off Mm. at the end of the 80s and became like this, or mid-80s, mid-late 80s, and became a cultural phenomenon. And it was creating toys, 90s cartoons, and movies. So an R-rated comic book where everyone's dead except one of the brothers at the beginning of their boom, didn't make a lot of sense. So he shelved it uh, for 20-some-odd years, uh, found it in the early 2000s, transferred it to a hard drive, and forgot about it again, and re-rediscovered it in 2018, where he said that they're coming to issue 100 of an arc that's ending. Mm. And so he pitched the idea, and everyone was like, yeah, let's do it. So they're finally getting to do a story that they've had for about 35 years. This feels Uh, like Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Of like, yeah, because Batman had a huge craze. Sixty-six Batman was like Batmania, and it right. became like Beatles. You know, it became like Michael Jackson and all that stuff. So it's just like taking over the world. But Teenage Mutant Turtles sounds like again, this is like now that this phase is done, like we can get some. Like, not saying that the last few decades of turtle books are, are great, aren't, aren't great, but like we can get some reimaginations. Now yes, happening. and the cool thing about this last run one is it's set in like a cyberpunk oh. setting as well in the future. <sighs> Oh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Anyway, if that comes out on October 28th, I'm very excited for it. Find it anywhere 
nerdon.tv backslash comicsology. For moi. I'm excited because it's in my pull box. It's been mm-hmm. in there for months. Um, for me, I'll round out the last bit of news. Uh, so, crazy thing. Uh, Scott Snyder, who is currently heading up all of the Justice League comic books at DC right now. Um, the There's a couple of events that have been going on. So... Recently, uh, Batman had Joker War. There are now Jeff Johns's Three Jokers story. Doomsday Clock had ended, and now we're in Dark Knight's uh, Death Metal, um, and or DC's Death Metal continuation of Dark Knight's Metal. And uh, there's a lot going on. Doctor Manhattan is in the DC universe. Uh, the powers exist. Perpetua fucking succeeded with her plans, and the multiverse is in array disarray. But there was a recent announcement for the next steps of DC called DC Future State, which Dan Mora, artist mm-hmm. for Klaus, which we did uh, oh, yeah, on beautiful last artist. year, yeah. um, did a lot of the promotional work. And there is going to be a story of a new Batman. Um, and it's going to be called Dark Detective. And I don't know what that means. The, uh, the armor looks really cool. A- like the helmet's a little bit more... Captain America like it's not a cowl there's no cape um, we don't know th- if it's Bruce still though no it's d- for sure not Bruce Wayne oh um, and it's a white guy so it's interesting because Milestone Comics and DC were saying like they're probably or and uh, I forget another writer but they were saying like there's going to be a new Batman and he will be black and so mm-hmm. like this isn't part of that so it's like wh- I heard, remember hearing stuff like that but you know uh, the new Wonder Woman um, is um, a Brazilian woman who is inducted into the Amazons. Uh, the next Flash has prosthetic legs. Um, so oh, there's wow. a lot of interesting things happening yeah. in the DC world in terms That's of comic cool. books. And I think kind of like Josh talked about a while ago where there's comic books coming out where, um, you know, uh, talking about Birdwatcher. Birdwatcher, was that the name of the, the book? Uh, it's a It's a bird. It's a... Go on, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, it's and DC uh, represent. Yeah, and yeah, with DC represent, you know, there's the Walmart issues of like there's an Asian woman who is or Asian boy who is the uh, the grandson or granddaughter, I forget, of a Green Lantern. So it's like this growing sense of like better representation within DC comic books is pretty great. Josh, get the name. Uh, it's a bird. Okay. Oh, it's a bird. That's what yeah. it's called. Um, and, uh, so that being said, I'm pretty excited to see what is going to happen. It feels like a shakeup, but not a reboot. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's kind of a little familiar of like, uh, Marvel 2.0, what they were doing. We're all now for something completely different. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And, uh, speaking of the Snyder cut, um, apparently Joe Maganello and Jared Leto or Jared Leto will be joining, uh, the film or the the, the series. Yeah, I saw that. So uh, Ben Affleck's back, Jared Leto's back, and Joe Maganello. We might get some inklings of what the Batman movie that Ben Affleck was going to write, direct, produce, and star in was going to be. Um, maybe this is like a little ba- – since it's now technically a television miniseries, maybe this is a back-end you know, pilot or back-end you – know, this is all the things that are going to happen. And it, a lot of people are kind of starting to speculate that HBO Max will be the hub of the Snyderverse. Makes sense. Um, which will be interesting to me. I was like, if they're all just miniseries, I'd be down for it. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. And, and the movie verse is going to be whatever else it's going to be. So, I don't know. 
Um, I wanted to jump in back on your Batman comics. You said that they said the next Batman is going to be black. Does that mean it's going to be Luke Fox? That's what a lot of people think. I think, in all honesty, it's going to be Black Lightning, that mm. that character, oh. because they already have him for TV. And there's a really cool moment that was circulating the internet where uh, Bruce is having to tell Black Lightning to do something. And he he does it like go with all your might, and then he does something, and then Bruce Wayne says in the comic books like, "You should be the one standing amongst Clark and Diana." Not wow! Me. And there's a really cool thing, and uh, you if if anyone saw Outsiders season three, Black Lightning plays a way bigger role in that than he did in the last season. Um, so there's just been a lot of hype with Black Lightning. It wouldn't so be static because I've been a little too close to be- uh, uh, Batman Beyond, right? But he has an ability to you know do that and. So- it's between the two of them, essentially. Luke I Fox think. and Black Lightning. Yeah, I think. To me. Black Lightning as Batman would be nuts. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry. I didn't mean to no. roll back to the past thing you were saying. Interesting. I, I uh, interesting. Very cool. So Ooh, now. That's the news? Yeah, so now, next part. The next part of our show, last part of our show, in which we answer questions from you, the people. And if you would like to submit those questions, you can send them to our internet email address, which is questions at nerdon.tv, or there is a form at nerdon.tv backslash questions. You can also, uh, if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, uh, you do get what we call a Nerd On Nudge that gets your questions uh, answered the first. Very but you also line. have, uh, there are channels on our um discord server where you can submit these questions as well and you can ask questions about anything like jeremy m asks thanos snapped and the coronavirus is completely eradicated overnight what is the first thing you're doing that you couldn't do during lockdown and in the meantime what would your ideal mask look like it can look like anything and still be capable of effectively protecting against transmission go home go home to my family immediately I'd drive up north I usually see them like four or five times every other month I go up for a week or so and I just I haven't all year and it's been really tough um, so that's what I do immediately yeah so mine's them, kind oh, of along the same line it would, it would be travel and part of the traveling would be going to see family in different parts and like yeah, not having to worry about anything. Like, just I'd go see my family in Arizona and Dallas and San Diego, um, and then probably travel somewhere in the world. I don't know. Bonnie and I are like, we had to cancel our trip, so it'd be like, yeah, let's travel. Kaylin, um, for me, I think I'd um, go to a diner with like all my local friends, and we would have the shawarma scene of like <laughs> talking about how crazy that shit was. And then um, I would probably, uh, with my family, we were actually planning to go to Japan for Christmas this year. So I feel like my family, we would all probably hop on a plane and go over and visit my sister and brother-in-law. So that's probably it for me. First thing I would do, probably hit up any potential female friends who I can hang out with. (laughs) Like, hey, so now we can... No. Uh... But uh, and honestly, oh probably something between the I two. Or, notes. <laughs> between the two of like, uh, go up north, see some friends, but also be like, we're balling out and we're ordering everything on the menu. Everything. Oh, I want to go to KBBQ so bad. Tom. I KBBQ. want sushi. I want the ramen, and I want Korean barbecue all in the same day. 
what? <laughs> I would join you for that. Morning ramen, afternoon KBBQ, evening sushi. Oh my God, that sounds like a you beautiful know, day. You know what I'm saying, dog? Okay, but we're going to do that one day. Oh my When the world goodness. is open again, we're going to do at, that. And then at the night night, I've already rented out the $99 AMC watching oh fucking Tenet. For the first time, <laughs> God wow, damn it. it I'm so, oh, I'm so angry still. <laughs> and what is your um, ideal mask Start look saving like? up now, Tom. Start saving up now bucks? for that I got day. 99 bucks. Oh, I've been saving a lot of money, y'all. I've been saving so much money. I'm like, I can't even spend it. You know, like this is, it, it, I'm still having to pay for rent and all this stuff. But it's like, is this what rich people feel like? Where it's like, I have so much money. I don't even, I can't even do shit with it though. It's like, Anyways, wow! Uh, what a troubling, what a thing what a terrible a issue to have. Time. Anyway, or I can just blow uh, it on stupid shit that masks, I don't need. The masks, um, like ideal our mask, Corona masks. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, it could look like anything and still be capable of effectively protecting against transmission. Wouldn't it be cool <gasps> to have like have a bane-like one. mask? <laughs> I have the perfect one. I want a suit of armor. It's a body condom. So we have a Bane No, I mask, said a suit, a suit of armor. Of armor. Ah, I didn't like say medieval. a body condom. I said a suit of armor. <laughs> they didn't say they didn't say it's light, so you're still going to be lugging around 100 and something I don't care. Armor. I'm just saying. We would still effectively, effectively protect. keeps coronavirus yeah. at bay, and I get to walk around in a suit of armor, Tom, fucking sweet. <laughs> Tom, what do you got? Perfect one. Yeah. Batman Beyond suit. Okay. Oh. You know why? <laughs> We're going to be such a weird group of people walking around. You know around. why? Because the mouth still opens. Yeah. And so that means I can go kiss people. (laughs) Wow. The onest of notes. But that's the thing. You can't do, you can't see if someone's smiling. You can't kiss them on the cheek. You know what I'm saying? But if it protected effectively, then I can do whatever the fuck I want just with, just have the mask on. And I can do whatever I want in a suit of armor. But no one will see your face. That's fine. Good. Corey? No one will see your face either, Tom. They'd see my facial. The Batman Beyond suit. The thing that I think why his eyes Hollywood are white things, and it's just his mouth. Man, yeah, but you see him like either. you can see him smirk. You can see him smile. You can sure, see him but like, no one would see your face. They see the face I want them to see, baby. Okay, this yeah. tree um, is, is the mask. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not like. I'm not someone who was. Uh, there was. I had a lot of friends who were very excited to be able to wear masks. I have one friend in particular who is obsessed with anime and he's like I don't get why mm-hmm. people are saying this is a bad thing. This is our this is my excuse to this wear all these masks from these TV shows like Naruto and stuff puts that I always wanted to wear. Puts on the ninja headband. Uh I was not I'm not one of those people. Um not even a plague doctor look like a little crow. Do I want that? No, I don't want that. I, I don't do. want to do it. I'll do I'll do you know what for the sake of uh showmanship LG LG. Looking glass. Yeah, Ooh. looking glass. Oh, man. Okay. That's dope. In the, yeah. Uh, imagine, Caitlin, a, like a silver but smooth, like elastic. Watchmen. Just Google Watchmen looking glass or LG. Yeah. Um, and, you'll see. and yeah, it looks pretty baller. It looks like you're looking in a mirror when you're looking at the guy's yeah. face. And he interrogates people. It's pretty baller. Uh, interesting. Next uh, question. Next question. Next question comes from Mamba. They ask. And I have to say it like this. What's the deal with candy? No, seriously, though. What's your favorite or memorable Halloween type movies? Movies? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> just oh, non sequitur. Candy. Yeah. No, that's that's the way the question was worded. Candy is oh. delicious. Candy and is also, um, well, I can tell you from a, a uh, um, biological standpoint, the body craves sugar because in nature, sugar is hard to come by. Uh, same with fats. So, on a body, but when we were like cavemen and stuff like that, we were like, oh, if there's sugar here, eat as much as you can because you don't know when you'll see it again. Same with fat. And we haven't outgrown that even though we have the ability to get sugar and fat at any moment. Uh, our bodies still respond to it very positively. Well, so there you go. There's that. Still, well, that's that's the deal out. with candy. We're still primal a, monsters who want to fling shit at people. You're really living to our nerdy name That's right But now. that's real. It's, that's no, really it what real. it is. I don't that's doubt it. it is. Yeah. That's um, why we like candy and, and steaks and bacon. Because um, like it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. On a biological level, you need it. To survive at some point. So, uh, favorite or memorable what's our favorite? Halloween type movies. Type movie. I mean, the list goes on. Halloween's my one of like, my favorite holiday. I could go on. I could do like the classic kid ones, like Casper and Hocus Pocus and Beetlejuice. So, um, like the family types. That or Ooh, Beetlejuice. You know, as I got older, we have the thing, the original Halloween, uh, the Mist, um, tons of them. Uh, I, I like the Conjuring movies, especially one. Conjuring two was okay. Conjuring one is is fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah. How about someone that won't do everything? quarantine? <laughs> Quarantine's uh, a fun movie. Josh Caitlin. I mean, I like the Corey. family ones. Huh? I like the family ones that are like charmingly spooky. There you like go. that's I don't I don't like it when it goes to the like real spooky because then I can't sleep. Yeah. Like the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my first I mean, first Corey pretty much like mentioned them. I mean, on the family sure side, there is like Hocus Pocus, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, like those those kinds of things. Casper, that. Um, I think on the other side, uh, I mean, yeah, like, uh, like Halloween. Um, I, it tends to be a time to watch the, those kinds of movies. Uh, yeah, recently so watched Antebellum. That was good. Antebellum, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really it's, great interview with them on NPR. If you want to look up the writers and directors, I would oh, highly nice. recommend that interview. Um, I don't know. There's so many that it's. it's I hard. consider I, okay. I consider Alien a, a scary Halloween movie to me. Yeah, I always watch it in October. Yeah. I watch it anytime. I love the first one, but I mean, I, it feels I, very. I love those movies. I mean, yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yes. Scream. You ever watch Scream? Yeah, fantastic movie. Fun, so fun memorable Halloween type movies for me <gasps> uh, would probably Love my favorite or memorable. Okay, so the favorite kinds for me are typically uh, anything that ends with the final girl. Anything that mm. has like a final girl thing, I'm like, that's one of my favorites. But the most oh. memorable kinds are like the Halloween, the ones that try to be on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like Halloween Town, Trick or Treat, those kind of movies that it's like, oh, it's a Halloween movie and it's scary. It's like, okay, we get it. You know, like, uh, I think I have a lot of years where I watched movies like that during Halloween. It's kind of like watching Christmas movies that are during Christmas. All right. Nightmare Before Christmas? That yeah. is more of a Christmas movie for everyone, me. Everyone falls on one side of the line or the other. Yeah. I think it's both. It's both. For, I watch both. It's I both. It's a it's game. a both film. Yeah. But for me, I I want I would dedicate the time for it in holidays for me. Yeah. It's like I recently just watched Anna and the Apocalypse, which nice. is a Christmas movie, but it's a zombie horror musical. 
Shaun of so, the Dead's always a good one too. Yes. Where do you want it in the meantime? Twenty eight days later. Caitlin, I think you'd actually like it. I like Zack Snyder's uh Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead a lot. Fun fact. A lot, a lot. So last night we just me and my roommate just watched Annie the Apocalypse. And it's like I said, uh horror it's a zombie horror musical Christmas movie. I heard um, it's really good. And uh he well, I was talking about Dawn of the Dead, and my roommate was like, that's the movie that got him to be scared of zombies. Like wow. he does not like zombie movies. He's like, it's, he's like, it's too much for me. And I was just like, but they're like lazy. You shoot them and the, the the thing, you know, they're like amorphous for consumers. Anyways, uh, last question. Last question comes from B Rad. Brad asks, with the Uncharted movie filming right now, describe your dream Nathan Drake slash Indiana Jones style adventure that you'd go on. Uh, examples, Atlantis, Shambhala, uh, Fountain of Youth, mm. that kind of stuff. Well, I'm not familiar with Nathan Drake at all, but I can do Indiana Jones all day, all day. There's, they're, they're tit for tat. Yeah. Um, so kind of that like mythological a little bit. It's like Tomb Raider too, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. It's a really good question. Yeah. Uh, I, thought you, I thought you sunk down in your seat because you had an answer. No, I when he was saying Nathan Drake adventure, I was like, I don't know. But they said it, it, Indiana okay, Jones. Okay, imagine Nathan Fillion plays Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's okay. literally what it is. It's like it's more Nathan Fillion, where it's like you know he's charming and witty and shit. But it's like Tom that. Holland. Now it is. Yeah, Anyways. they already started shooting. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying what Nathan Drake <laughs> has been established within the zeitgeist of the fandom versus what's going to be reiterated in the films. Okay, yeah. let me think on it for a sec. Do you guys have answers, Caitlin? Yeah. I'm thinking. Mine is um, Fountain of Youth. Okay. Because for me, that like Atlantis, anything underwater is utterly terrifying. So um, I would like something that I could research very heavily throughout all span of history and then go into that space and like be able to recognize things and put the puzzles together and that kind of thing. Like I'd be very about that. Um, and something I get to do all my research on and then go and do things based on the research that was done. You guys ready for me to blow your fucking minds? Sure. By all means. All right. This is what it is, baby. Uh, Nathan Drake. Last, mm-hmm. last, uh, he's old man Drake. It's Nathan Fillion. Um, and he's on his last, last, last job. Um, and he has to find um, a, 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 a remnant of his, of his lineage of the Drake family's most prized possession. Um, but, it was robbed from him recently, and the robbers took it to the Bermuda Triangle. And in that Bermuda Triangle, we end up finding out that it was the last known place of where an eldritch horror once lay. Ah. So we get some HP Lovecraft shit in that. Bitch. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying, cool. though? Anyways. I do. Um, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd, watch that. I'd watch that movie. If I had to pick one... The thing I kind of always liked about the Indiana Jones films is that he goes on these, uh, you know, searches for these items that aren't necessarily good to be out and about if you don't know how what they are, and which is why they keep them in that storage unit locked away. Like the like the Ark of the Covenant has a beautiful. Everyone's obsessed with it, but in reality, they let out these demons that kill everybody. And with uh, you know the Holy Grail. There's the opportunity of 
death at every cup besides the one. And so uh, that made me think Pandora's box mm. would be a fun one. It would take place in Greece because that's a Greek uh, mythological item. And uh, if anyone remembers studying Greek history in uh, the <laughs> seventh grade, you'll remember that it's not actually a box, it's a jar. And it was mistranslated to box. It's a storage jar. Um, so I would love for that to come into play, that that ideal that someone's searching for an actual, actual box and he figures out that it's a jar or something and has the upper hand or whatever. Uh, but I think that could be a, a fun one in Greece. And I, that's a cursed item as well, right? Because it's the idea that it, it's Pandora's box is could be filled with everything you've ever desired, but in reality, it's a curse. Actually a black hole. Yep. I want to hear Josh's, but I got like two more just I want to throw out. Go ahead, Josh. Um, I think for me, it would, I'd, I'd want either something that was related to like North, Norse mythology, like, mm-hmm. uh, like find Thor's hammer. Yeah, stuff like that, or even something Greek mythology, like something related to like Medusa or mm. finding you know, Odin's eye. Yeah, and, and that would box. give you yeah, and then Greek. Yeah, I guess right. Yeah, but you could find like Achilles sandal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some something like that would be would be cool. To Corey's point, when he was talking about cursed items, I almost thought like, what if he's looking for the Necronomicon? Oh, that'd be cool. Um, but then another one that this is going to blow Caitlin's mind. What if he's trying to find a, a holy priest, Emotep? <gasps> you mustn't read from the book! Gosh. God. We could tie this all in real nice. If you want to do Norse mythology, there is, I forget the name of it, but there's a, a, a cursed powerful ring. Uh, <gasps> oh my God. That, that is, is said to give great power, but it's really an evil ring. Um, and what? so we could just tie this right back into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> can, we, can we do that? Can we all just go on and then, the fellowship? And then he's like, Tolkien rings? was right. And then we could <laughs> we could right. like create a fellowship and like yeah, go to we, like a volcano mountain thing. Yeah, and then toss it. It in. turns but out the in real the volcano thing he was after was Tolkien's was not. It wasn't fantasy. It was history. But in the in the volcano, there's actually golden army. That's industrial, and they're yeah. defending a Industrable. golden machine. Yeah, and then the volcano explodes and rains down on the villagers of Pompeii, and that's how Vesuvius happened. Yeah, and really, yeah. it was well, it was well, a period piece. Did oh was god. reveal that there was a time machine at the bottom of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And he goes back in time. Doc, <laughs> what are your other ideas, Tom? Before to save we, Doc. before we, oh, end no, this? That, that, those are mainly two: the Nec- okay. Necronomicon, but also finding Emotep. I, I hope like, we answered. I want our movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna our be the universe. Next Disney Pixar animated. Finding. I'm Emotep. telling you right now, if we did it with Indiana Jones, Laura Croft, and Nathan Drake all in one universe. Oh damn, yo, homies! That and then you know cool. what you do Maybe in the John fourth film? You introduce. Door of the Explorer. (laughs) Guys, guys, I got it. Oh my God. He has the money making machine. Cut the check. I'm telling y'all. That has been this week's update. Thank you so much to uh, B Rad, Mamba, and Jeremy for sending in your questions. Again, do send in your questions. Questions at nerdon.tv or go to question or go to nerdon.tv backslash questions or hop into that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord, and submit your questions there. Uh, if you're new to Nerdon, welcome. 
Glad to have you. Bye. Check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information of all of the content that we create because it is a lot. We have lots of podcasts, lots of video content that we put out. So go check that out on YouTube. Uh, we're on we're on the Twitch Twitch. Uh, check that out. Um, share us with your friends and family. That is how we grow. That's how we get bigger. How we get faster, stronger, get harder thicker. to kill. We get some more C's on that thick. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know the drill. As always, nerd on. Nerd on.